Hello and welcome to another episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. I'm your host Sabrina and this is season 2, episode 19, entitled People Problems. So I hope you all had a really good week. My week has been lovely. Um, We had one day of weather that was okay to wear a sweatshirt. I was originally thinking, oh, it was a day cool enough to wear a sweatshirt, but really it was like the 60s and the 70s. I'm sure people in other parts of the country that is not sweatshirt weather, but for me it was. And I even wore a sweatshirt on Saturday because it started out kind of cool, but then ended up 80. So it was really kind of a little too warm for me to wear a sweatshirt, but the sweatshirt was really cute and it was a Florida sweatshirt, meaning it was quite light. So I survived. So, anywho, yeah, this weekend has been very relaxing for me, and this has been the first relaxing weekend in a long time, and yeah, so I had a good weekend. I had a good week as well, as you know. Weekends in theory, it's the chill time, so that's either here or there. We're going to talk about the shows that I watched, so last week I actually... I thought, you know, I would have enough time to go through Double Shot at Love, and I did it, and lo and behold, right after I finished recording, I ended up uh, finishing Double Shot at Love. So I will talk about Double Shot at Love, and I will also talk about Big Brother, because you know the finale was last week, and I thought I would be sad that Big Brother is over, but I'm not. I think it was time for it to be over. But I enjoyed the season, and of course, I will talk more about why, and just my thoughts on Big Brother in general. So, let's just get started with today's show. So first, let's talk about Double Shot at Love. And it's kind of funny, I had my notes on it, and turns out only wrote a little tiny bit of notes I didn't write notes about the recent stuff but I did text my brother about it so I'll just use that as my notes as well and oh I got to let's see what this is oh no that's not that, that is not about double shot of love that was another note let's see if I can pull that up so I'll talk about first you know probably from episode five on because episode one through four, I was like, pretty like, meh. I didn't think those episodes were very good. That's what took me so long to even continue watching it. Because it was just like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It's just these people partying. I thought it was going to be a dating, uh, you know, flavor of love slash I love New York type show. You know, like the first Double Shot of Love. I thought it was going to be like Double Shot of Love first season. But with some new girls or something. It was not bad. I was like, well, I don't know about this show. But... After episode five, it kind of picked up a little bit. Uh, you know, Polly started uh, dating and Nikki again. And Vinny started messing around with Maria. And this girl named Darren. That was like, you know, Polly's second runner-up from his first season. She was dating. Oh, yeah. I got distracted. What's that girl's name? Susie. 
so I had previously wrote my little prayer list of who I was going to pray for. And then when I was going through my notes, I remember Susie needed prayer too. And we'll get to why. But regardless, before Susie, there is dating this stripper named Ricky on the show. And there's this girl named Melissa Marissa. She was trying to date some dude. What was his name? He was on the show too. I think his name was Brandon. Yes, she was trying to date him. And Brandon, he thought he was good boyfriend material. He was not. And he was telling her the truth. She He was not running no game with her. He would say, you know, I do not want a girlfriend. But I guess she didn't hear none of that. She was just imagining, making him to be someone that he's not. Regardless, this, yeah, it was interesting. This is definitely a brand new generation, how uh, they try to go about dating. But regardless, all's well that ends well. On the reunion, Nikki and Polly were still together. And I'm I'm an optimist when it comes to relationships, I would say, for the most part, unless they're all the way in the toilet. I was happy to see that. I was like, oh, because I thought they looked kind of sweet on the um, double shot of love together. I was like, oh, that's nice that they're still together. But the body language was not looking very good on the reunion show. Maybe it was just that they're uncomfortable on the show or they had just had a fight on the show. I am not really sure, but that was, I was a little concerned about that. And of course I was texting my brother about that. I was like, this is what I thought overall. I said, I enjoyed the show overall. I was a little concerned about Polly's and Nikki's body language on the cast in the beginning, but overall I'm optimistic. And my brother said that he noted the body language too. It was contrary to what they were saying. You know, Polly was doing a lot of I'm happy, but shaking his head. I, I don't know if people realize that they do that. <laughs> I felt like he was doing a lot of that. And Nikki was really tense, too. And they were kind of, like, away from each other. So that was interesting. And the thing I noted, because everyone, you know, um, so this girl named Adriana Bailon, she's like a cheetah girl, a.k.a. 3LW. Uh, she was hosting. Oh yeah, her her new last name Horton, or whatever it is. He she married to like this um, gospel artist. Anywho, that don't really matter. But he did make an appearance because one of the little kids, Antonio, tried to holler at her playfully. Of course, he was deflecting. Uh, what was even the question? He did good. He deflected very well by trying to holler at this girl who is much older than him and also obviously married. And she's like, I'm married to man. He popped up real quick. I'm the husband. I'm like, you're so funny. That was funny to me. But anywho, I'm getting really distracted. She was congratulating Paul and Nikki all throughout the episode. and But Polly never said that they were even a couple on there. So that's one thing I noted as well. But I did a social media search. And according to what I could see on the internet, oh, yes. Well, I didn't do a social media search. I did an internet search. My brother did a social media search, and he said he didn't see no real pictures of them together, which is another not the best flag. But according to my internet search, I think it was on Reddit, which is, I guess, the social media. I don't know. I don't know what I read. But according to the internet, the internet said, or number one, the internet also said that Nikki had 
probably been in Trey Saul's house. Apparently, there's some crazy fight between Susie and Nikki that Susie didn't believe Nikki was in Trey Saul's house because only her could be the person in that house, which is a very ridiculous fight, which is why I'm praying for Susie. I'll get to that in a minute. But regardless, the internet was saying that Polly and, and Nikki might be getting engaged because they might be filming Family Vacation and they all gathered together and it could be for that. I don't know. That's when all when it was time will tell type things. That's what my brother said, essentially, you know, I reckon time will tell situations. We all know what's gonna happen with with uh, Nikki and Polly. We all know if you follow Polly on so not social media, I don't follow anyone really on social media, but if you follow him on reality TV, you will know this. The, the man has commitment issues. So uh, we will see what will turn out from this. And, and Nikki, uh, she's, she's, she's a risk taker because, like, you know, you can like someone, but if you see, oh, they got commitment issues, you'll be like, okay, I'm going to have to let that fish go because it ain't going to end well. Nikki didn't care. Nikki's like, I like them. I don't care if I see all the flags. I'm jumping in. <laughs> I'm jumping in. <laughs> and that's why I say people called her crazy because uh, it's obvious that, it's a, that the man got commitment issues, but it's also obvious that he likes her a lot as well. So that's why I say they look sweet together. Hopefully it'll work out. I don't know. But they're on my prayer list. I'm going to pray for them. Their relationship that could be happening or could not be happening. I'm going to pray for Darren because we found out in the reunion the stripper, a.k.a. Pretty Ricky, which I don't know if that name's copyrighted. I guess not. He cheated on her. So, you know, it was a long distance relationship. They only knew each other for like two weeks or maybe a month. Who knows? A short amount of time before they even committed themselves to each other and went on long distance. And uh, it's not just a stripper, but he's also a stripper. So, uh, yeah, he he has lost the opportunity to have um, lots of people around him. I won't say, like, strippers are less faithful than others. They just got more opportunities than others, I would say. So he, he thought he could take the opportunity. He messed up. Apparently, maybe he's still going to try to talk to her, but he seemed to be a type of person. He loves whoever's in his face, so that would not be a good idea. Regardless, we're going to pray for Darren. I'm going to pray for Melissa. I'm going to pray for Angela. I'm going to pray for Vinny. I'm going to pray for Maria. I'm going to pray for Brie Lashes. Essentially, I'm going to pray for the whole cast. And I'm going to pray for Susie. And you're like, why? Did you talk about Susie a few times? You get... Susie got issues. Like, when she, uh, the first season, you know, have this season, she just seemed like a happy-go-lucky, fun-loving girl. But on this episode, this season, Double Shot Lot, Double Shot Lot, we double shot at love, we see that all of that was a facade. That girl got a lot going on under that giggly laugh. Uh, and, and I'm not surprised because I think she was a nurse beforehand. Like, you you, you got to have some type of depth and smartness to you to be a nurse and treat people. So I knew she wasn't an airhead, even though she liked to play like one. But essentially, she got this weird thing going on where everything is cool, everything's fun, everything's chill. And then when she get drunk, she be pulling out these daggers. 
and cutting people where it really hurts. I was like, whew, poor girl is miserable. And, and it was very sad to see. So I am going to pray for her for sure. I put a, well, I put a star by everybody's name. I'm going to put three stars. So hopefully I don't, because I noted, I have noted. I, I said I'm going to pray for this, that, and the other. And then I go through the prayer and some things don't get prayed for. So I was like, well, <laughs> guess it wasn't meant to be. So yes, that's why I'm putting the stars all around season. Hopefully I get to pray for her. I already noticed that on my list. And um, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on Double Shot in Love in the, in the nutshell. I enjoyed it. I don't really like watching Family Vacation. I don't like what I never really like watching Jersey Shore. Like, you know, I see an episode here and there. My brother really likes um, that, that franchise. So I see an episode here and there. I see an episode of Family Vacation. I ain't even watched four Bama show, even though it's the same type of show as Double Shot. And I halfway don't enjoy it. But I, I really stand for Candace, so I do watch uh, Four Bama Shore. But regardless, I don't really watch Family Vacation like that. But I will probably, I'll probably watch the episode of Dick. There's an episode with Dickie on it. I'll let my brother watch it. He can tell me Dickie's on there, and then I'll watch it. We'll see. We'll see. The jury's out on this season of Family Vacation. But, yeah. I guess let's get into Big Brother. Because I was like, oh, I'm getting in this week. I didn't pray. So let's just get into Big Brother and my thoughts on that show. Essentially, I was very happy with Big Brother. I was entertained. Uh, to be honest, the you know, Big Brother, I, I was happy with the outcome. I was very happy watching it. I was entertained for the most part. But has it been the most exciting, good season? No, it hasn't. So, of course, Monday's episode was like, meh, meh, meh. Wednesday's episode was like, meh. And Thursday's episode, oh, no, there was no uh, Thursday. So, Wednesday was, yeah, so Monday's episode was meh, meh, meh. Wednesday's episode was meh, good. <laughs> meh, good. You know, I think it started out meh, and it ended up good. Um, and it was a little like underwhelming because I think you know the audience gives a lot of brings a lot to it. Like last week, last season, it was kind of underwhelming because they had uh outed Mickey really bad and then they gave him confetti. It was kind of like, uh, 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 it's weird. But this season was weird, you know. Cody got the confetti, I was happy for him. He played a really good game, he deserved the win. He was anonymous, all winnings. And you know, I originally did want. Nicole to win, but I didn't know how much I would enjoy <laughs> seeing Nicole get got. That was that was entertaining to me. So yeah, Cody winning was more entertaining than I thought it was gonna be. But it was a little underwhelming with no studio audience. Like it was it's so much exciting with the studio audience when the confetti goes off. This this time it was like, yeah. It was interesting. I saw Danny kind of standing around awkwardly. That was kind of weird. I really thought it was sweet how Bailey and, and they've always say they loved each other through the internet. That was neat. Uh, also, I thought Bailey looked beautiful. I was so happy that Davon got America's favorite house guest. Thank you, Twitter, and everyone else for voting for her. I did not vote, unfortunately. But uh, I was very happy to see uh, Davon win that. You should have heard me cheer. I was the happiest little cheer ever, and it was kind of loud. 
which is not good because I live in an apartment. But I was so happy with Davon one. That was like fabulous. So fabulous. I'm gonna add Davon to my playlist because of how fabulous that was. But um yeah, I'm gonna add Bailey too because you know I like her. <laughs> so uh yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. One thing though, I saw something that I did not like was Enzo how he was breaking all the way down when he sat there and lost. Oh yeah, commercial break. Julie's shoes was cute in the finale episode. I really liked her shoes. But I was hurt about how he was um because you know sometimes when you fail or when bad things happen, the real you come out. You so that that that's another thing. I peeped the facade. That's what happened. I peeped Susan facade and hurt my heart. I peeped in Zoe's facade and I hurt my heart. I saw underneath there was a very uh very broken person. Uh and someone I can't put the words to it. He got so he has a tape player running his head that he is worthless and no good, essentially. And so that was very concerning and sad to see. Because you know, that stuff usually does come out like if you fail at something or if something does not go how you imagined, all that negative stuff that you might be have playing in your head will 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 definitely come outside your mouth when that happens. So um, that was sad to see. Like, he kept on saying he was a screw-up and this and that. And he don't deserve to win. And he might as well quit. Oh, it was it was very sad for me to see. Because, you know, I think he's, he's um, you know, Enzo's Enzo. But I think he's a fabulous person. I don't think he's um, a terrible person at all. And, yeah, I just hope that he can replace those negative words with, with positive words and what the word has to say about him. So, yes, I'm going to definitely pray for him for that. And, of course, I contemplated some more about how to win this game as a minority. Because, you know, Nicole played a... Oh, yes, let's just talk a little bit about that. How I was saying Nicole was playing a peak white girl game, but she she had a fatal error. So the third portion, I think what she wanted to do was repeat what happened last time. Well, I don't know. Okay. So she really wanted to win. I think she did want to win, but she didn't want to do a full sweep win. So I really think in that last competition between her and Cody, she purposely messed up that first ep- that first question because she thought that Cody was going to mess up later or purposely mess up later or something so they could tie or something. I don't know. She, I think she purposely messed up that one because she made a comment. She said he didn't miss any of them. He was really trying to win. So, I, so that was interesting. So she overplayed herself. That's essentially what happened. I think she was hoping to win and then take Enzo. And that's why she was so upset. Not because she was betrayed. I really think she was upset because she he did what she would have did. That's my opinion. So to me, it was so funny to watch her sit there just hot mad, all the way mad. But at least she wasn't as petty enough to not vote for him. Because, yeah, that would have been terrible. That would have been, <laughs> been a cherry on top, actually. But... 
I'm happy she wasn't all the way petty. So, so there's some there's some hope for Nicole. I thought it was funny. Um, I was very happy that, um, of course, I said I was happy to find one. I said, and I also said that Twitter probably would have acted the fool, and she didn't win. So that was good. So of course, I contemplate about what would it take to win as a black female on the show. Of course, we're praying about casting again. And I kind of think, because, you know, Nicole was playing good white girl game until she kind of messed up at the end by uh, sitting there and trying to look weak even the last game for a little bit. I don't know what why she messed up that first quarter. I don't all, all the way understand that. And then she thought that Cody was going to take her. Mm, no, you wouldn't have took him. So um, I thought that was very smart of Cody to not take her because if he had, that would have been repeating the mistake when he didn't take Victoria all over again. I also think that's kind of messed up that he didn't win that season He and he took on Victoria. I guess what the other guy really played was really doing all the strategy for real, for real. And he must get really good at that um, last day at Big Brother and Cody must not have did that good as far as explaining himself on the finale like, that's my opinion. I don't know. I didn't watch Family Night that season. That season only so much. That was the first season I somewhat watched, and I was I was entertained by Victoria. I thought she did. <laughs> so that shows how much I watched it. Not really. <laughs> Anywho, um, I think a black female, if they played a game kind of like KC's game, would be good for um for them to win as well so essentially I don't know how much people respect her game because they call the furniture and household stuff but that's the thing people want everyone to, to play the game just like a white male and win the game like a white male they I don't think they realize that that game that type of strategy only works for white men that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it and of course this is someone who hasn't been watching Big Brother for a very long time but that really is my opinion. I think a black woman, I think a black woman has the chance to um, win if if they play a game like Casey. So you're like, what type of game did Casey play? Uh, she connected with a strong white male early on, and she was chill. And got out the way. She didn't make waves. And then at the halfway mark, start winning vetoes and competitions to keep things in place. And that's and then make sure she won at the very end and take the person at the end. Now it was a close race for her and Tyler, but she she brought it out. She won. So yeah, I think I think a black female playing that type of game would work as well because you know Casey is a minority, uh, and she's also yeah she's like a double minority, she's like half Asian I think, and she's a lesbian. So I think I think that might be the way to go, even though you might be hated on, but hey, are you trying to be popular or are you trying to win? I don't know. And I think I think she might have broke it. I think she did that on purpose, how she played that. Because she, apparently she was a super fan, too. She used to watch it with her dad. And that was her, that was her tradition of hers. So I give Casey respect for her game. Other folk don't. 
I do. And she and she be manipulative. Like we saw that from the challenge. And apparently, according to the internet as well, they're recording a new season of the challenge. So I will be looking forward to that. But before I jump into all my prayers, so you was like, what is my prayers for a big brother? My prayer, of course, is for Enzo for casting for next season and Davon Bailey. That's like a last minute thing. And I guess I'll pray for the, the blanket prayer for the rest of the cast. It's, you know, is the last episode of the of the year. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna pray. Oh yes, I'm also gonna pray about the election. Like there's an election on Tuesday, y'all. If you haven't voted, go ahead and vote. So I may not have voted for America's favorite house guest, but I did vote for the actual election. So feather in the cap for me. And hopefully y'all other people vote as well. So I'm gonna pray for the election and the aftermath of the election that it be peaceful in Jesus' name, that the blood, you know, Lord, just help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. So, yes, let's move. Oh, no, before we go into prayer, let me just talk about my ponderings about people. See how I titled it People Problems because I peeped some things about people on both of these episodes. You know, most people got some type of problem going on. And then... I don't even know how I got, it's in the end of my Big Brother notes, so I don't even know the connection at all or how me watching Big Brother got me thinking about this, and I probably wouldn't have talked about it, except when I was, so I clean on Sundays, so before I started this taping, I was cleaning, and I started thinking about it again, so I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and talk about it on this episode, even though I don't know the connection. So I've been thinking a lot about people, like people or, you know, a lot of times people say people are sheep, but not everybody is a sheep. They really aren't. I don't think so. And I was thinking about the Bible and the Bible categorizes people as, you know, usually as sheep, as a shepherd or as a wolf. And then when I first wrote my notes, because I'm not done. I, that's why I first wrote. I say, okay, people are sheeps. Well, I kind of had a new revelation. Because I was like, okay, people are sheep. And people are wolves. Because they always say, you know, this person's a wolf in sheep's clothing or whatever. Things of that nature. But I was like, oh, but people are shepherds too. So... You know, they say a wolf in sheep's clothing. I was like, well, no. Oh, it's probably par- partly from the vow. I don't know. I was probably probably sick about the vow, even though when I wrote this stuff, the vow was over. But regardless, I think, you know, they people always say, oh, that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And I was like, no. There's also... Sometimes it's a wolf's and shepherd's clothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sometimes it's a wolf in sheep's clothing, and sometimes it's a wolf in shepherd's clothing. And I thought all people were sheep, but then today when I was cleaning, I was remembering that some people are goats, because it said in the Bible that there's some scripture that says you separate the sheep from the goats in the, the day of judgment. 
I think that's what it's saying. I was streaming church, and that's what it's saying in church as well. So I was like, oh, so the Bible talks about sheeps, wolves, shepherds, and goats. And sometimes you're, you're, so you're like, what is this? What are you talking about? You're on some other stuff. So some people, most people are followers and some people are leaders. Okay. And that's what I'm kind of saying. Sheep are people who follow the Lord. Okay. Goats are people who do not follow the Lord. You know, you have a choice. You can you can follow the Lord. You cannot follow the Lord. You can do what you can. The Lord lets you choose what you want to do. You know. So some people. So but they're followers. They're both followers. The wolf and the sheep are both followers. And then, you know you got the concept of the light, the the lost sheep. You're like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play too much of this allegory, but like how are you? What's the difference between a, a sheep and a goat? Like how are you? You could be a lost sheep, but you're not a goat. I don't know. I haven't really thought this through all the way, but there's sheep, there's goats, there's wolf, there's shepherds, so shepherd, and there's wolves. They're both leaders. So a wolf is a leader, but he wants to lead sheep astray. I guess he's not worried about goat because the goats aren't of the Lord anyway. So he wants to lead sheep astray. So he will play like he's a sheep. Or he will play like he's a shepherd. But the end goal is to lead sheep astray. And then I created, it could be in the Bible. We will see one day. I'll do my, you know, holistic reading. Hopefully it will come up. I think there's another character that's a renegade. So a renegade is called to be a shepherd. But for whatever reason, they are not operating in being a shepherd. They so they're supposed to be a leader. That's those people who always say sheep, you know, but they're not protecting other sheep. They're not leading them. They're not advocating for them. And I guess that's the point of me talking about this, probably for any of y'all who might be a renegade. You know, you have a call in your life to be a shepherd. You're not a sheep because sheep don't really know no better. They don't know the situation they're really in. I don't think. Goats definitely don't know where they in. Wolves know what was up, but of course they're trying to destroy people for whatever reason. But renegades, they don't want to destroy nobody. They know what's up, but for whatever reason, for for whatever reason, they don't want to be a shepherd. I guess they might think it's futile or whatever. But if you're a renegade, please become a shepherd. That's essentially what they say. You know, they say that the harvest is, is white, but the labors are few. Be a laborer. Get those poor little sheep. Get them to the ones who are like, you know, deceived and stuff. Minister to them, you know, love them. Encourage them to uh, open up their eyes and stop being deceived by wolves. In sheep's clothing or shepherd's clothing. You know, those false prophets and things of that nature. So, yeah, I guess that's what I want to add to my little list, renegades. Praying for them, too. I'm going to put two stars. Hopefully, I see it right under the election. So, yes, let's move into the prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for being a good God, a good father, a matchless guide and faithful ruler to us in Jesus' name. I just uh, I thank you, Lord, that you lead us and you 
you draw us to you with your with your love and your kindness, Lord. But your kindness is what causes us to repent and to to turn our direction towards you and towards your way and your will, Lord. Uh, first off, I would love to pray about you know the show Big Brother. I just pray for everyone else on that cast. I pray that that you know there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I pray they do not regret any mistakes they think they may have made, any things they have done, Lord. I just pray that if they did anything they are not proud of, Lord, they, they just repent and ask for forgiveness, and then they just wipe that slate clean and don't get down on themselves, Lord. But I uh, just know that there's there's better for them in the future. I just pray that there's no guilt and no shame as a result of what happened in the show. Lord, I just pray you bless all the winners, that you bless Enzo, you bless Cody, and you bless Davon, who won extra money. I just pray for each and every one. And even bless Nicole. She won a little $10,000 on something. And I'm sure other people won things as well. Whoever won extra money. Oh, yeah, David won some extra money. Bless them, him as well. Uh, that they all are good stewards over their winning. So I pray that they're able to take that money and multiply it. Lord, I pray they don't blow it. I pray that they, they have something to show for it. 10 years from now, Lord, I just, in Jesus' name, I just, I just pray that they don't make foolish decisions with their windfalls, in Jesus' name. I also pray, of course, for Enzo specifically, Lord, that, that, that you, for those, those, Things that he believes about himself that are lies from the enemy. I pray that those strongholds are broken and torn down in Jesus' name. And that he starts to fill himself with your words, which you think about him, which you say about him. That he is fearlessly and wonderfully made. He is your creation. He is not as corrupt. He is not a mistake. I thank you that he knows that he can do all things through you who strengthens him, that greater is with that is you that's within him that that he is in the world that he has the mind of Christ Lord that he has a spirit of power a spirit of love and a sound mind Lord I just pray that in the future should he make a mistake that instead of beating up beating himself up he builds himself up in Jesus name he sees that as a learning experience as experience that you love you learn that in the future that he would know how to overcome those pitfalls and un- overcome those tricks and things of that nature and just know that it's life it's a, you know for us to learn and to grow and to to just change from it so i just thank you lord for that he is a new creation in you that he just grows in confidence, like true confidence, not a facade of confidence, which, and that he really loves himself like you love him in Jesus' name. Loves himself like he loves his children in Jesus' name. Lord, I also just pray for Davon and Lily. I just pray the future for them is better than the past. I pray that any past hurts, that they forgive those hurts, Lord, and they be completely healed, and they just move forward to really succeed in life. I just pray that you put a clear plan and direction in both of their lives of what to do in the future. And I just pray they're successful in the plans that you have for them as they walk them out in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just pray just for the cast in general. Again, I pray, I thank you, Lord, that you have a plan and a purpose for each and every one of them. So I pray, pray they realize those plans and walk them out as well. And they see themselves how you see them in Jesus' name. Also pray for next season, continue to bless and anoint the hearts and the minds 
in the hands of the people on the casting team that the people that you desire to be on this this next season rise to the top and they are discovered and that they just have favor with you and then with the casting team and that so next season will just be a wonderful very good season and that uh you'll be that whatever happens will be for your glory in jesus name lord i also pray about you know the cast from double shock love i just pray that whatever is going on in their lives that needs help that you or that they invite you into their lives that you can step in and make everything right and clean up everything that needs cleaning up in each and every one of them lord i pray that they can put their desires in line with your desires and that their wills be your will that they all have minds and hearts that that are towards and beat for the things that you care about that they care about the things that you care about that the things that break your heart break their hearts lord and that they genuinely want to live lives that are glorifying to you in jesus name not just want to but they do live lives that are glorifying to you lord i pray for Susie, lord the things that are bothering her that that i just pray that she's able to communicate when she's sober things that bother her i pray that she is able to find people to talk to to express whatever's going on on the inside of her and i also pray just for healing for the things that are hurting, the things that are broken. Uh, I just pray that she's able to communicate well, even when she's sober. Oh, yes, and definitely when she's drunk. <laughs> but who can communicate well when you're drunk? I don't know, but I just pray that, you know, those, those the ugliness that's inside of her, that I know you are capable of cleaning that, Lord. Jesus name Lord I also pray for the other characters on the show the ones who, who seem to be hurt for different reasons Lord I pray that they can have healings for those hurts in Jesus name and I pray that if they all excuse me Lord <sighs> sorry I'm a little tired but I pray they can all Get therapy if they need therapy, Lord. Whatever they need. I don't know what they need exactly. They need you, Jesus. I pray they have more of you in their lives, that they open up their hearts to receive more of you, and that they can also open up their ears to listen to your direction, because it says, um, the way that seems right to a man are the ways of destruction. So I just pray instead that they seek you first in your kingdom. And everything will be added to them in Jesus' name. Each and everyone on that cast, you know, Vinny, Maria, B. Lashes, Devin, Melissa, and Angela, definitely, Lord. I pray that Angela is no longer a lights and, and Devin, too, gets enjoyment out of sufferings of others. Pray you heal them of that. And Lord, I'll especially pray for Polly's and Nikki's relationship, Lord. I pray that Polly, whatever commitment issues that he has, he will not have that anymore in Jesus' name. I pray that. If you desire for them to be together, I pray, you know, all the issues and the pitfalls that are before them, Lord, give them the wisdom to be able to navigate through them and that they can become a strong couple and a couple that that glorifies you in Jesus' name. I also pray for P. 
people who are called to be shepherds, people who are called to watch over your sheep, people who are called to love your sheep, people who are called to to herd and, and, and keep your sheep away from destruction, keep your sheep away from deception in Jesus' name. Those who can see wolves in sheep's clover or shepherd's clover from miles away, they just don't turn a blind eye to it, but they do what you call them to do to stop it in Jesus' name. And I just thank you that people will be set free by you working through these people who are once renegades. I thank you for that you turn, transform them into shepherds. Sooner than later, I pray they answer that call. They no longer run away from it in Jesus' name. I also pray about this election that's forthcoming, Lord. I pray, just plead your blood over it, Lord. I pray that your will be done in it. I pray the person that you desire to be in the office sits in office in Jesus' name. I just pray that their time in the office that, you know, both sides of the camp can get along and pass legislation that is pleasing to you in Jesus' name. And I pray that after the relation that it's, there's peace in the land, that I come against any type of race war, I come against any type of uprising, any other type of stuff. I just pray for you for order and peace. I pray for a spirit of peacemaking in this, this nation, Lord, that no more division, that the enemy will no longer have its way. I thank you, Lord, for people who call by your name, that we will humble ourselves and pray so that you may heal the land in Jesus' name, that we invite you into our nation. We invite you into the United States to have your way in each and every nook and cranny, Lord, and rearrange things that how they need to be arranged in Jesus' name, even in our own lives, even in our own hearts and our own spirits. We invite you in. Lord, even we'll mess up our plans. I, I, that's a blessing, Lord, because our plans are futile, Lord. We want our plans to be like your, your plans. We want to be in line with your plans, Lord. And you know, I, you know the plans that you have for me. You know the things you lead me to do. I pray I walk in those things. And I also pray that other people will call by your name walk in those things too. Even if it's different than your plan, even if it seems like they're stepping out in something more risky than what they would rather do, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. As long as we're in your way and your provision and, and walking in step with you, we will be safe from any type of issue, Lord. As you prepare our table for us and oppress on our enemies, Lord, you anoint our heads with oil that our cup runs over in Jesus' name. Surely, all the days of our life, we'll walk with you. I know I kind of butchered Psalms 23. I'll read it again so I can know it better in Jesus' name. <laughs> But I just thank you, Lord, for your goodness, Lord, for your graciousness, for your kindness, for your care. I thank you for just opening and awakening those who are asleep, those sleeping giants, waking them up and that they no longer be slowful, Lord. They no longer put their hands behind their head and think they can do, do things tomorrow. I pray you just have a quickening in their hearts and their spirits and their minds to be about your business in Jesus' name, to be about getting that harvest in Jesus' name, be more about your will than about, you know, this cash, this, this whatever, this and that, things that are not important, Lord. So I just I just thank you, Lord. It's a new day, it's a new era. And I just thank you, Lord, for your will being done in this earth. And anyone who needs healing, even myself, I pray that healing just flows freely and that we're all made whole. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So that is it for God's Not Done With Us Yet for this week. So next week, the goal is to run up my average screen time so I can catch up with 9 Baby Fiance the other way. 
I also looked at the Lifetime app and it appears that Mar- what is it called? Married at First Sight? Yes, that's what it's called. They had their finale last week. So hopefully they'll have stuff a reunion show this week. And I will watch that. So that's the goal. Next week, talk about 90 Day Fiancé the other way. And Married at First Sight. But we'll see what happens. And maybe, I don't know how far they've gotten with Team Mom 2. So Team Mom 2 is a show that I don't watch the show, but I will watch the reunion specials. So I, I think that's been running for a little bit. So hopefully we're getting to reunion. reunion. So maybe I'll talk about Team Mom 2 next week as well. Maybe not, but it's, it's coming. It's coming soon because that show's been running for a little bit. So yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye.